What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Geek Burrito, where we throw together all of your favorite geeky entities of past, present, and future into one tasty package. I am the Great Town, along with my co-host, Halloween Queen. Say hi. Hi, you said package. Package. Giggity. Oh, that, that just goes in line with this whole theme for this whole event, I think, what we're doing. Very accurate. That's very accurate. We definitely, uh, we we decided to actually follow through on last week's threat when we said we were going to find the Disney dicks. Yeah. We squared our shoulders, we followed through, and we are going to bring you all of the Disney dicks. We're going to play a little game, too, as we go along. It's going to be great. It's going to be beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. But first, we should definitely talk about the Little Mermaid Live that premiered on November 5th. Yes, that gets, and also before we get into that, I would just yes. like to say that before we, after we discuss the Little Mermaid Live, I think, and we're going to just probably say it anyway, no children should be listening to this, you know, None. we joke around a lot, but, Zilch. you know, no, no children should be listening to this, but anyway, we'll get to that, uh, Little Mermaid Live, you've seen it, I'm, I'm assuming, I've seen it. Uh, yeah, 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 I actually <laughs> watched it again tonight for reference, so I, I studied. Okay, I kind of want to watch it again because I honestly I was going in with an open, tried to go in with an open mind. I'm like, all right, it's it looks interesting, it looks cool, and I was completely blown away by the performances. I really, really enjoyed it more than I should have. (laughs) No, it was it was pretty awesome, and I can't say the actresses. Listen, I I can't spell for the life of me. Apparently, the girl who did Moana's singing voice, I don't know her name. The one who played Ariel. God damn it, her name was Allie. I think they just call her Ali for short because you see it's it's A L I like Auli, but it's really I think Ali Auli. Okay, well her name is Ali if it's not. But... I call her Moana. I just call her Moana because she's from Moana, and that's it. <laughs> that's, she's Moana that's forever. Identity. That's her. I know that's her identity forever. <laughs> but yeah, if you guys did not watch it, let's just give you a little a little bit of a of a summary. Uh, Ali or Moana played Ariel. Queen Latifah played Ursula, and we're definitely going to discuss that. Oh, yes. Shaggy was Sebastian. John Stamos was Chef Louis. And <laughs> Graham Phillips, I don't even know who he is, but he was Prince Eric. Yeah, we were trying to figure out who Graham Phillips is, me and my wife. We're like, who the hell is this guy? He was he was pretty decent, I thought. But uh, I had no was, idea who he was. He was a little pitchy. I think that they definitely got him more for the aesthetic. I think it was like, oh, you you look the part. You kind of sing. Okay, well, just gonna we're gonna roll with it. Yeah, yeah, I, I felt that way too. But the the over the top. The same thing with John Stamos though. Like God bless him. God bless Uncle Jesse. But that <laughs> man, like he was struggling at some points though. <laughs> he was so out of breath at one point. <laughs> <laughs> he was and like he overexerting was... himself. It was ridiculous. But he put on a show. He's he's phenomenal and then yeah. also to to let, let's start from the beginning we'll do a quick summary but it the original voice of ariel that's jody benson she introduced and welcomed us to a journey under the sea so it was really cool to see the original ariel and which also i didn't realize here's a little fun fact for you guys she was actually in the movie enchanted and nobody knows that apparently but me but she was in the movie enchanted as not not like not like ariel but like herself and oh. at one point when she speaks you could totally hear ariel Oh wow! Yeah, no. When she was talking on, when she came and introduced every, to the read to the show, I was like, yeah, that she her voice. You could still tell it's Ariel. You close your eyes. Yeah, that's is that Ariel? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ariel. and the one thing I did want to talk about, and I'm sure we'll have some banter just naturally between you and me, <laughs> but. As I was watching it, I decided to do, like, probably the worst thing I can do. And I'm like, let me look on Twitter and see what people are thinking about this show. Because personally, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. I liked that it was the movie with the live performances. Which, by the way, they did advertise this, okay? But everyone on Twitter was, like, destroying it. Like, how fucking terrible it was. Oh, really? Yes. There was so much 
I, I could, I, I'll listen, I'll give you some tidbits. They were talking so much shit about how flounder looked like a crackhead fish. That was hysterical. Uh, I think flounder was like, <laughs> he made me laugh, but it was great though. Hit that between that and the fucking, the starch filled jacket that Shaggy was wearing that made his fucking limbs look like a statue. And he couldn't move. <laughs> no. Oh my God. But between that, but people, the one thing I didn't understand was people were talking about, I don't understand. I thought it was supposed to be a full live performance. And I'm like, does anyone watch the commercials? They said the yeah. musical acts were live, but I'm like, you know what? Why do I go to Twitter? It's no, Twitter is just, it's a cesspool for just shit. And if they're bashing this live performance of the Little Mermaid, I, Mermaid, I can only imagine when the, when the fucking movie comes out that what they're going to do, they're going to fucking just bury that shit probably. That's <laughs> I mean, what I God. thought. I'm like, if you think this is bad, which by the way, I felt like they really actually, well, you and I have talked about this in previous uh, podcasts, but this was trying to be true to form to an animated film, which I appreciated. I'm like, if you think you're going to get this type of environment in the live action, you're totally no. fucking this. Mistaken. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the best you're going to get because yeah. right now Disney's trolling us because they're saying, Hey, you want this? Yeah. Yeah. This is little mermaid live action. Um, uh, this live performance on ABC. Yeah. This is probably, this is good, but we're going to fuck that up in about a year or so. So don't worry. This is the best we're going to get. Because, I mean, all right, yeah, make fun of Flounder. He did kind of look like a wide-eyed fucking crackhead. Sure, Shaggy's outfit was a little stiff. Whatever. John Stamos was out of breath half the fucking time like he just ran a marathon. Whatever. But let's get to, like, all right, uh, Shaggy, I thought he sang pretty well. He sounded like Sebastian. What do you think? I thought that he was awesome. I didn't mind the fact that he was channeling Michael Jackson thriller. <laughs> I was cool with it. Yes, that's who he looked like. Yes, like, I, I, I couldn't put my finger on it, but that's who it was. It is. I was yes. waiting for the zombies to come out behind. No, in in all seriousness, when Shaggy did his shit, which by the way, and I sent you this this photo yesterday, but originally Shaggy was supposed to have like leather claw, like lobster claw hands. Right. So I was like, and and everyone online was talking about that too. That was one of the comments. They were like, you know, who's this? Guy? First of all, they didn't know who Shaggy was. Number one, number two, they were like, I don't understand why he's got fingerless gloves. Like, where? Why doesn't he have claws? Which I'm like, okay, valid. So I'm like, let me, let me, let me let me do a little digging and apparently the producers said that they didn't like how they looked so right. while he rehearsed in them they were like you know what we're gonna go without it not gonna lie i think i would have preferred the lobster claws but i think he did he's also not a fucking actor by the way he's a this that's his you know yeah. he's a singer i'm like good for him he, he he did the job well to me i i thought it was fine i forgot who he was until my wife was like i was like who what's a shaggy and she's like is that the dog she goes no don't you remember that song was it me i was it like oh me. yeah now i know who it is all, he, all she had to say it was it wasn't me and i was like oh yeah him okay <laughs> yeah who's hiding but, the lobster claws it wasn't me yeah i know like the, the so. lobster claws they look like boxing gloves. look kind of cool look like he was gonna box some people it looked was looked like it was kind of cool but i don't know why maybe it was too hot for him maybe he was dying you know maybe he was just cutting off his fucking circulation who knows maybe they just it was just he was just like fuck it you're lucky i'm here right. maybe, <laughs> maybe he's like you know what just write the fucking check i'll do my my shit and my signature fucking voice this is yeah. clearly why you hired me exactly <laughs> like, the voice and the and the not the freaking look but the feel like the whole like uh the sound is why you hired me and speaking of sound queen latifah as oh ursula she was born to play. Now, listen, okay, before we get into this, folks, I always envisioned, and I told my wife this too, and she started, she rolled her eyes at me, but whatever. I, I said, <laughs> I said, as a tradition, but 
when I watched the, the Little Mermaid as a kid and growing up and you know rewatching it as an adult and whatever, I always envisioned Ursula as a sassy fat black woman. Like that's how I always envisioned her. And Queen Latifah is a sassy big black woman. I'm like, yes. Yes. Yeah. And she, not only did she look the part, but she sounded, I forgot she was in Chicago and she sounded yeah. amazing. I'm like, wow, she can sing. Which Holy I, shit. I also kind of forgot about it, but, and I do remember with Chicago, uh, that was my first introduction to her as like a singer, like, like a Broadway singer. Right. So when I watched it the other night and I actually went to our friend, uh, Helen and Roll's house when I went uh, to go oh, watch okay. it, um, even they were like blown away by her. They were just like, "Holy shit!" Like she's bringing it. Like this is this is awesome. She definitely embodied what I want. Okay, listen, we're gonna go back a little bit, but when the news of the live action movie, not this show, were coming out, and they announced, and I've said this before, and I don't want to get myself fucking angry again, but when no. they said Melissa McCarthy was supposed to play Ursula, the first fucking rebuttal I had was, "No, no, no, Queen Latifah," and that was the first fucking person that I yeah. even thought of. So to have this kind of made me go, okay, all right. At least I got it in my lifetime. <laughs> exactly. At least we got it. I mean, at least we got that. I mean, I'm Elizabeth McCarthy. I'm not a really a big fan of her either. But I, when I heard that, I was like, really? Like, I'm like, okay, I guess they picked a fucking name out of a hat there. Yeah. But uh, and speaking of the the star of the show, Ariel, I thought Moana. I'm just gonna call her Moana. She's her fucking one. Moana. <laughs> uh, Moana now, folks. We've officially renamed Ali Carvalho. Moana. But anyway, she literally when she not only is she gorgeous, she's very, very pretty. She fit the aesthetic and she sounded if I close my eyes, I at times I really thought it was fucking Jody Benting singing. I, I didn't know that she could sing like that. I mean I forgot oh, about no. Moana. She- she definitely had like a Broadway voice. I thought that her voice was a little timid and I'm not, that's not an insult. I thought, I thought it was a little, okay. She has a very strong voice, but at the same time, I thought that she did a, a lot of parts very weak, but that's not uh, necessarily. She was probably nervous though. She yeah, was live. Yeah, not... She's 18 years old. The girl's I like get... young, you know? Listen, that's why I'm like, I'm not shitting on her. I think she did a phenomenal job. I just think that definitely her nerves got the best of her in a couple of points. And the other thing I want to bring up also, re- again, going back to the nasty world of Twitter, they were <laughs> talking shit about how they thought that she was too old to play ariel and i'm like what <laughs> what hold on a second did you say old yeah no fucking they, they should have gotten someone younger her voice isn't that great and i'm just like I, why do i read do you these want things someone you want preteens you want fucking jail bait is that what you I, want i mean i i mean i know ariel was 16 in the movie but 18 is close enough i mean right she was perfect for the role i think she did i think she did a good job i know that it's it's that's got to be fucking nerve-wracking but i do think that certain parts and like part of your world um she she did a lot more of talking in certain parts that i felt like which with the again going back to the original yeah, she yeah. was a little below here and there, but overall, though, I'll give her like an eight out of ten. <laughs> yeah, she she had um in one of the part of your world reprises. She was there was like one part when she's on the rock and she does the part of your world, and it was so high pitched. She she fucked that up, but that's okay. I'm gonna overlook it. It's okay, honey. It's okay. All right, she's honestly she's they really really should look at her and go. But then again, if they're looking at Twitter, you know what Disney does? They do like the test the water shit. They probably did this to see if they can recast for the live action movie because this is what they do. That's what Sonic the Hedgehog did. They put out a trailer mm-hmm. and everybody fucking raged and now they're redoing the whole art or design for Sonic the Hedgehog. Now, they did this whole little thing on ABC. They're probably going to test the waters. I can almost guarantee you that Ursula will probably be recast. If did they shit on Queen Latifah a lot on Twitter or or, or didn't oh, they? Oh, everyone was saying she was she was like saved the show. Like she was the okay. best thing. Okay. Now, yeah. 
I'll guarantee you Melissa McCarthy is going to get the boot out of the live action movie. My prediction is Queen Latifah is going to take the spot before they start filming. Now, since they shit on Ariel, I think they're going to keep the actress, which I have an issue with. Because now listen, Disney, you oh, want no. <laughs> Disney, listen, hold on. I'll be as, I'll be as, this is a fucking, this is a gratuitous episode. I'm going to just say, trying to keep it clean here, but I'll, I'll listen, I'm going to keep it clean. Disney, Mouse, Mickey, Booby, you want multicultural actors and actresses in your movie. We looked it up. I actually researched this. Moana, the actress who, she is Hawaiian, half Hawaiian, half Irish, Dutch, German, everything. She's like 17 different nationalities. You would be appealing to such a broad and widespread audience. Why aren't you doing this? I'm okay. We all know. I think the choice for Ariel in the live action movie is a good choice. And you and I are going to baffle this back and forth. But I'm okay with the Ariel choice. My biggest fucking problem is Ursula. That's my only problem. Well, you're gonna get the, you're gonna get what you want because we'll you're get, I can guarantee you she's gonna be recast because yeah because if everybody because Disney follows social media and whatever the people want it's like a democratic system the people get it. if they're shitting on Ariel she's not gonna be recast but I can almost guarantee Queen Latifah before whenever this movie starts filming uh, right before they're gonna say oh wait uh, cash shift and they're gonna put Queen Latifah in we'll you're gonna see. see an article one day guaranteed. We'll see. We will see. And I will also be okay if somehow John Stamos is also Chef Louis. Oh, that would be fantastic. I mean, that, oh, he's hysterical. <laughs> he was he was fucking great. By the way, I don't know if it was a mistake or not, did you, or if it was purposely. When he, <laughs> at the end of his song and he's exhausted, he's like, I knew I should have been casted as, as Prince Albert. And then he stops and he goes, <laughs> or Prince Eric. <laughs> Prince Albert, yes, I remember that. Oh, my God. Like, he was just like, he just like fucking Charlie Sheen, that whole performance. Like, he just walked yeah. onto set. Just woke up, was like, whatever, let's do this. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I loved it, though. I mean, I, I thought it was great. I think, again, I, I knew that it wasn't going to be like a whole fucking performance of just like the live performance. I, I get it, whatever. But to me, and again, this goes back to our previous episodes with me not really digging the live performance movies. I'm actually content with this, that this actually makes me more validated and like, you know what? I got my live performance. I'm good. And as a matter of fact, Raul brought up a good point. My, our, our mutual friend that we, I was hanging out with. And he said, you do realize that now that live action movie is going to totally be gauged off of what we just watched. Like they're going to totally now have to combat that because now it's like, they're going to have to either, if it's successful, they're going to have to like re, you know, rinse and repeat, or they're going to have to do better. But this is going to be the gauge to that. And I'm like, that's a really good point. And the fallout from that, like I said, will be, we'll feel that shockwave a little bit by there. I can, like I said, I can almost guarantee they will recast Ursula. That would probably be the only big change they make because she got such a, a astounding review. We'll call it on the Twitter folks on social media. Not even the Twitter. Fo- it's all over like social media. Like oh, they, okay. if you right now, if you Google Queen Latifah, it is just completely validating her career because people are blown away again the other point that people were saying was i don't know if you young kids know this but that was the queen of rap i don't know if you guys know <laughs> <this>. <laughs> i was like keep forgetting and then when she's it's like once you're in it you're she's on stage and she's doing her thing it's like wow yeah i forgot how talented she was so i mean if they bring her along fantastic to the live action movie they bring moana even better but we'll see what happens i think it starts to be supposed to be filming next summer but we'll see We'll see we'll what happens. See. We'll see. I heard, I also heard that Melissa McCarthy wasn't necessarily signed in yet. It was a rumor, uh, like, like a really strong rumor. But you know what? I think that's you, just you see better. what what they're doing. Like I told you, they're I, testing I know, the I know. waters. They're they're doing like they do this whole test the waters. Uh, you know, then we'll change it at the last minute if people get mad enough. So yeah, <laughs> we'll see. We'll find out what happens. But 
Yeah. So, so going back to, you know, we wanted to touch on that, but we also wanted to touch on a little bit of history with, by the way, these are not us making this up. These are facts that we found. Okay. These are (laughs) sexual themes and images in Disney animated films that some of them they have admitted to some they have denied. But the point a lot is of them that they're there. Died. I think they admitted to like a couple, but we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> right. And before we dive into this list, okay, I know that Grey Talon touched on this, but this is going to be your thorough warning. You got, these are two warnings now. Right. Okay. Yes. We want to make a few things clear. Okay. Here at the Geek Burrito, every episode is explicit written. Okay. We say a lot of fucked up things. So yes. this episode is no different. Okay. However, out of respect for people who might not be familiar with our podcast, we strongly suggest that you leave right now. Like right yes. now. If you think that just because it's a Disney themed episode that it's suitable for kids, because it's not, not even close, your kids should never listen to us even on a good day. <laughs> uh, we're just two former children who are now adults who will report on the facts of clear innuendo that Disney put into the movies as well as comment on them because we're adults now and this is our point of view. In other words, go away, kids, because we're going to ruin your childhood. This episode is for mommy and daddy. Go to bed. So, in other words, if you haven't left already, you are SOL and JWF. You are shit out of luck and jolly well fucked because yes. we're about to get fucking raunchy up in this motherfucker. So we, yeah. we for, forewarned, okay? I don't I don't need the lawsuits coming in like we didn't know and our children need therapy. And okay, well, I told you. <laughs> you traumatized little Timmy. Well, I listen, blame Disney. They fucking put it there. I'm just reporting it. Hey, we're just trying to highlight their fucking little fucking little things that they like to add as little jokes and little gimmicks that they like to little, little artists little pervy artists uh, put in here <laughs> <laughs> it's like it, to be if you think about it it's like awesome like inside jokes that you know now we're all catching on to what the fuck they did which is kind of awesome but mm-hmm. kind of like hmm, okay as a child i would have never picked up on half this shit like some of these things like you're gonna we're gonna say and you're actually gonna say no it's not you're gonna want to go on YouTube or go to these movies and re rewatch these scenes because you're not gonna believe half the shit that we're gonna bring at you. So yeah. Right. <laughs> and by the way, we usually have like a thorough script. We're winging this because we did we did so much research to find as many of these as possible. So we're just gonna we're, this Let's, is off the cusp, bro. We, we did so much research, too much research, honestly, because I, it actually has to be split into kind of almost two episodes. Well, not two episodes, but I did so much fucking research that the next episode we're gonna actually have a a conclusion where we we do the raunchy stuff now, and the next week's episode is gonna go back to our top favorite uh, Disney Disney film. So that's kind of what the it ta- it skewed off into that tangent. So we're giving you two two weeks of Disney in honor of Disney Plus re- releasing next week. So. Absolutely. But we're, we're still going to have dick jokes in between, so your kids still can't listen to either episode, okay? Exactly, so, yes. Another warning. <laughs> yes, you have been forewarned for both. So starting us off, what do we have? What do we have? Uh, what, what Disney dick do we have to uh, <laughs> look forward to first? <laughs> I hate that we're calling it Disney dick. Like, I really am expecting an email from Disney <laughs> yelling at us. I'm waiting for it. The Disney dicks from Mickey just going, oh, just stop, stop saying my dick. My dick is in everything. Oh, but it is okay so this is gonna be the lion king and i'm gonna let you take this because this is one of your favorite movies it is it is one of my top but yeah so all right people so i'm gonna paint the picture for you the scene when simba is kind of just like he's he's an adult and he's i think he's living in the with Timon and Pumbaa in the vat and the, the oasis or whatever, uh, he just he's just distraught. He, his father's brought up somehow, and he goes to the cliff and he like sighs, and then the dust 
and, and, you know, travels to Rafiki and kind of like his hair or whatever. But in that moment in the dust that swirls, if you pause it just at the right moment, it spells out the letters S E X six. It's obvious too. It's not, here's the thing. It's not obvious if you're watching it in fast, in regular motion, but and this particular pause and screenshot, it is a very blatant S E X. (laughs) Yes. And the, the Disney uh, people, the artists or whatever, they denied it. Of course it's, Oh, it's just letters. They just put it. They don't spell out anything. Bullshit. (laughs) I'm, I mean, I'm looking at it now and it's, it's there. It's, oh, it's absolutely there. It, yeah. You can see it. Uh, it's it's like sex. It's like an italicized sex, folks. I was painted. It's, it's an italicized S-E-X. So, yeah. And it's also, not. one of the posters used for the re-release of the movie in 2002, if you look closely at the painting, it's like a watercolored um, painting, right? So, of Simba's face in the background of a sunset and, and whatever. But if you look closely at Simba's nose... And and leading to the, his oh, like wrapping around his eyes. If you hi, if you actually get a marker and you you go up a poster or whatever, you print out a picture or whatever, you outline the nose and the mane and the lips. It actually is a fucking woman with her arms out at the back of a woman with her arms out and she's wearing a fucking thong and panties and it's going up the crack of her ass, looking like she's getting ready to be boned by fucking Captain Nimoy. So yeah, <laughs> whatever. So here, so here's what I think. Okay, so the first image I think is blatant. I think that this this particular image that we're talking about, it's more of a kind of like a uh, what the fuck, like 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 one of those images. Like, what do you see out of this? Yeah. Um, I don't think it was deliberate. It just so happens that Simba or Mufasa's face. I think that's Mufasa. I didn't realize that Mufasa's face shows oh, the Mufasa. back end of a girl. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, honestly, if you look at this picture, folks, you go to the two, if you just type in anybody out there, just Google 2002. Lion King re-release poster or whatever, you will look, it looks like the woman is like holding on to like walls, one on each, one on each arm, and she's getting ready to bend over and going, yeah, daddy, get it, daddy, get it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was not it. taking it there, but all right. No, I'm just saying, she looks like she's, re- and she's not wearing a bra, she's like, she's got like a side boob going on, and yeah, she looks like she's ready to receive, so hey, we warned them, we warned them, folks, gloves are off. Actually, I think what we should do and we probably will do is all these images that we're talking about, we're going to put on all our social media pages. So if you don't want to go in the Google search, we already did the work for you. So this will be a good time to probably when this episode is released to check our Facebook page as well as the Instagram. So I'll start posting that so you guys can see and go, oh, this is the, the, you know, the Lion King one. Now I see what you're talking about. And it kind of goes hand in hand when you think about it. The Lion King, the two ones that we're, we're showcasing. Sex, it spells out sex in the dust and then the poster. So it's like, yeah, sex me up, baby. Like that's what it is. <laughs> well, hold on. Here's, a, here's another one tying into this and I didn't put this in our notes. So. Oh, okay. This is off of my brain, my my oh. my my brain knowledge. The scene when they're doing, uh, can you feel the love tonight? Oh, yes. Nala gives Simba like legitimate sex eyes. Yes, I remember that. I remember that vividly. She gives him like that, like she's like ready, like she's like she looking was, at him, goes, "I'm ovulating." Like she, like, <laughs> she was ready. She was ready to be pounced. And oh, I, was, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And while Timon probably fucking watched and touched each other. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh my god, no. pretty much. But the next one... Yes, um, do you, you this, take the reins on this one, please? Yeah, this, this is going to be all over the place. We have a couple of little facts, some big, big facts. Uh, right. The other one is Aladdin. So oh, cool. this one I actually... I had to watch a YouTube video because it's more of an audio versus a visu- um, visual. Right. But 
in the scene where Ariel flies up to Jasmine's balcony using his magic carpet and is greeted by Jasmine's tiger, Raja, you can hear a, ve- a very subtle voice in the background that supposedly says, good teenagers, take off your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> you'll need to turn up the volume because it's really hard to hear without and it's true because i went on youtube i pulled it up oh. and i'm like okay i could kind of hear that uh so disney has since said that the script written for aladdin says that he should have said come on good kitty take off and go oh good kitty. How, wait, that, that, that doesn't even remotely sound close they just they lied they should have fabricated the lie better <laughs> come on good kitty take off and go but why Why would he have whispered it? Maybe due to the power of suggestions, but the rumor started back in 1993 after Aladdin was released on home video. So who knows if this was a little inside joke that got in, you know, into this or not. But this kind of reminds me when I was listening, if you've ever watched like an episode of Ghost Adventures, when you listen to some fucking EVP and you hear like some fucking voice and you're trying to figure out what the fuck they're saying. <laughs> It definitely does sound, sound like, take off your clothes. Dude, it does sound like that. You know what it reminds me of, though? It's like it probably happened so fast and it was so, like, whatever, fastly spoken. It reminds me of, I don't know if you remember this, this sh- oh, like, our 90s, that old show from the 90s, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show back in, like, the early 90s or whatever, based on Super Mario Brothers. Okay. In that show, there was one episode, and it's all over YouTube. If you guys want to Google it, you want to Google it, whatever, where... Luigi says something to Mario, making fun of him. I think his weight or whatever. And then Mario and then everyone, the audience is, you know, filmed in front of a live studio audience. And the audience starts laughing. And Mario says to Luigi, and it sounds, you could fucking hear it if you, like, turn down the background noise. Or you can just keep rewinding it. He says, fuck are you, Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, fuck are you, Luigi. And, and there's no, like, and it's just pretty much known today that, yeah, he said, fuck you, Luigi. And they just let it go. They didn't censor it out because everybody was laughing. And. Nobody can understand what he said. So that's what reminds me in here. And except, you know, bit, yeah. Disney's Disney's trying to like convince kids to get naked and have uh, premarital sex. So, you know, that's. that's... <laughs> I hope not. And we're not condoning that here, guys. Okay. Smoke. This, this was. <laughs> this is Disney saying good teenagers take off your clothes. I didn't so, say. So Disney if said. good teenagers take off their clothes, the bad teenagers are keeping them all on. So if you want to be a good teenager, kids, you got to strip down to your fucking skivvies. That's what they're saying. <laughs> We're not saying that Disney said it. Hey, we're just the messengers. So, <laughs> hey, we're, you know, whatever. <laughs> but why don't you talk about the castle built off Disney dicks? This is what started all of it. Oh, my God, yes. So rumors have been circulating that this whole, the phallus of everything, you know, it was deliberately drawn, you know, this way. Where we're actually going to, oh, we're on to the Little Mermaid, by the way. Sorry, we're on to the Little Mermaid. Okay. Yeah, on the VHS of the Little Mermaid, there's a gigantic cock just <laughs> right in the middle. Just not, not even like it's like at full attention too. It's like it's a strong cock. It looks like it's ready to fucking go. And it's shiny, it's, it's sparkly, it's there, it's hey, it's very Yeah. There. <laughs> it's very like, huh, just like it's it's like a, like fucking just pointing at the, the sky and it's ready to go. It looks like it's a fully circumcised penis and it looks it's yeah, whatever. So Anyway, and but why this, you know, people are saying, and rumor has it, that it was drawn just by this way by a disgruntled artist who was mm-hmm. miffed at being laid off after, you know, whatever, working on the, the, the artwork for it. So apparently the person who created the cover didn't actually, he didn't work for Disney, he was, a, he was a contractor and admitted that the penis was there, but it was a total accident. But it was only on, I think, early copies of the VHS. I yes. think they removed it moving. I think I had one of these because I had one of those big ass VHSs that have the, you know, the ones that that open up like a they like a book. 
you know, the VHSs. I remember those, the yeah. Plastic ones. I had that. I'm pretty sure it was on there now that I'm this visual image. You know, like like we said, Halloween Queen will put this image on fucking Instagram and hopefully she won't get banned. <laughs> I know. On. That's a good that's a good point. We have to put a big X through the uh, sparkly dick. So, <laughs> uh, yep. So, first off, Little, Mer- Little Mermaid has a lot of cocks, by the way. It's just cock city, cock central. And the next cock uh, is also an infamous <laughs> cock. Very infamous cock and a very controversial cock, too, because in the scene when it's Prince Eric and who's the girl? Is it Vic- Vicky? It's, it's or- Ursula, but I think it's, it's, Ursula. Vin- I think it's Vanessa. That's Vanessa her- in Vanessa's skin in her in yeah. her facade. Uh, as she's getting married by the little short priest, the priest comes across a gigantic pointy erection in his trousers pants. So. Yes, and it's clearly blatant, clearly obvious that as he's, it looks like he's kind of at eye level with her breasts. If if you kind of look at the picture, so it's kind of looked like he's looking down her her fucking gown and he's getting the fucking boner. I don't see that. I think he's just very excited to be there. <laughs> it could be that, or it could be hey, it could be whatever. Whatever gets this priest off, you never know. Maybe he saw an altar boy in the background. Who knows? Maybe <laughs> we'll it just went crazy. Uh, but anyway, Disney denied the, the the dick claim because they said it was, oh, it was the priest's kneecap. Like, it was his fucking knee. And to save face, they removed it out of all future copies of the movie once it was reported. Now, I don't know how soon, I didn't get, the, get to the research that, how soon they removed the the, the priest cock from the, the movie. But, I don't know either. Actually, what's funny is that Helen had mentioned that to me because when that scene came up during, you know, the live show, I thought that his feet, the black feet that he's got, I was like, oh, I thought that was in reference to to the dick. But apparently <laughs> this image that I have here, I didn't notice it. So it definitely has been removed from history. But she was like, no, 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 no. There is an obvious one that's clearly a dick. And that's oh, this, it, is this one. It's definitely a penis. And the best part is he's not only is that he's at eye level with whatever, but he he's smiling throughout the whole thing so it's he's he's very happy he's very happy to be where he is and what's going on he's 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 embracing it (laughs) but looking at this though like okay so let's think of it disney is saying that it's his knee you and i are looking at this image at the same time where do do you see this as a kneecap in all honesty if it's a fucking kneecap he better go get his ass to the fucking doctor because it looks (laughs) like something is fucking very very wrong with his knee (laughs) i i from an from an anatomy standpoint, I'm like I don't I don't get I don't I don't know I. Then just, again, maybe yeah. we're all just fucking perverts and we're making this all up in our own heads. Who the fuck knows anymore? No, because it looks out of place. I mean, if you're looking at it, you're like, all right, there's a priest, but wait a second, that doesn't belong there, mommy. What's this? Why is this? Why is there something wrong with his pants? Why is it coming out of? What's in his pants? Is like what's going on? I also think that if Disney goes as far as removing imagery, regardless of intention, I really do think it kind of validates that there was something inappropriate there. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, and it was because they did remove it, and that, that's it. <laughs> that's it, that. Whatever, just, just, just weird dicks again. But so apparently, <laughs> the Little Mermaid had a fascination with penises, and we were warned on the cover of the fucking VHS. Yes, right from before you even fucking got to the movie, folks. Just cock, just cocking in the fucking the tower of King Triton's palace. Russ, big man, cock rules palace. Yeah, I, I like, wonder. What the fuck? I wonder if that VHS is worth more money if you find that one that has it. Oh, it has, I can right? almost bet it's probably a few hundred dollars, maybe even close to a grand. I would assume because it, it it's, it's it's out of print now, so every it's just very a finite amount of copies in circulation, right? We gotta we gotta find that. Like that's gotta be yeah. like. That's, that's your project, folks, to go out and see how much a Disney dick copy of The Little Mermaid is with a cock on the cover in, in Atlantica. <laughs> <laughs> and send it to us for research. Yeah, send development. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, 
All right. Well, the next one. This is this is also kind of your movie. I'll I'll do the, I'll do the first one. I'll do this one. Okay. Go ahead. All right. So this we're talking about the movie Hercules. Hercules. Yeah. Hercules. So, Hercules. After the son of Zeus punches the river guardian. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. On. I'm just looking at the picture now. <laughs> I will post this on our social media, and there is no denying this photo. Okay. No, it, it's not. There's okay. not. All right, let's try again. After the son of Zeus punches the river guardian, a horseshoe hits him on the head. Innocent, right? Okay. Uh Which causes a dick-shaped bump (laughs) to literally rise on camera. (laughs) But if if that didn't make it weird enough, the eyebrows from his face created a testicle illusion. So mix the phallic bump and you have an ode to male genitalia. So you actually have a dick and balls on his fucking head. It's a fucking cock and a ball. It's the complete package is what they're trying to say ladies and gentlemen hercules has the complete package it really does there's there's no fucking denying it like if they would have left the bump as is that's fine but the eyebrows with you know that just and the best part is though he has this like grin on his face where he's like hey like he knows something's like it it's a feel-good face i don't know it just it looks like it's trying to come out and say hi to everybody. It's hysterical. And then Pegasus is in the background of the picture just like. Very excited too. Very mm. confused. But very like, hmm, what is that? Is that a lollipop? Is that a <laughs> Should I lick it, Hercules? Should I, should I tame it? <laughs> but yeah, we're definitely going to post this one because this one is definitely. It's, it's, it's one that has to be seen that words cannot describe. <laughs> No, and speaking of words being used to describe things, another moment in the film, there was a masturbation joke where Hermes said to Zeus, I haven't seen this much love in a room since Narcissus discovered himself. Uh, see? Now, um, I wouldn't have gotten that as a child. I no, guess that as an adult. I mean, anytime you hear someone's in a room and they're discovering themselves, especially when you're throwing in so much to love in a room, yeah, they're fucking, they're, they're, they're whacking their ding dong. They're just whacking it against anything thing so yeah <laughs> whacking it on the wall it reminds me of fucking uh dewey from scary movie with the vacuum <laughs> i told you that to come in with a queen in my room <laughs> yes yes absolutely so yeah and so we're just getting now we're getting cocks and balls on foreheads and jerking off and and yeah so absolutely hercules well, very sexual now that we've covered the male genitalia no 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 ladies we're not safe here okay because this one is probably the most epic one the most epic fuck up of disney of all time before you get into that i just recalled one from hercules that's not listed here about okay so when meg is singing her song or whatever traveling through uh, the love garden okay it's a love garden she's singing you know whatever her song was i forgot but and it's it depicts all these statues of you know titans or or gods doing in precarious positions, and it's in real Greek mythology. That garden was really factual. It really in according to mythology, but it wasn't called a love garden. It was called a rape garden, where Ooh, okay. <laughs> all the all the the gods there, whatever they just performed acts of rape on women. So it's ironic. <laughs> she's walking through the garden. She's calling it a love garden, but and she's singing about love when she's really a fucking rape garden. So. Ooh. Yeah, very, very disturbing. Very also disturbing. another one for Hercules that I just thought of that I didn't write down. See, look, these there's there's a lot more than we even have written down, which is well, it meets the eye. 
the muses in Hercules. Hercules is not one of my favorites, so just bear with me if I'm saying this correctly. That's the uh, the gospel singers uh, in between certain parts of the movie. There is a freeze frame. I, I will find a freeze frame of one of the singers when she. It, it, this is very very brief. Oh, okay. When she opens her legs, though, it looks like she's not wearing panties. Apparently, <laughs> but I also think that's another one that's up for interpretation. I don't know if that was purpose. Like, oh, there's you know, a lot of those coming up too so yeah with the the female genitalia well yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay so hold on because this is to me this is like the most epic fuck up ever yeah let's like, go go for it disney fucked up big time i will try to we will try to post this but we might have to actually put a blur across um the the tittage of this particular <laughs> <laughs> tittage um, yes the tittage so the rescuers that's a movie from 1977 right. um so, okay, this is one that you have to see for yourself because it is apparently so fucking quick that you're not going to catch it if you if YouTube. Oh, maybe you'll catch it. Who the fuck knows? But there's an image of the two, and I don't know the fucking movie, the two fucking rats. I don't know. They're hanging out. They're fucking, yeah. they're, they're, they're in a car. They're driving. I don't know. <laughs> there's a poster or what's supposed to be a window in the back. And there is, now keep in mind, it's a movie about animals. There's clearly a human woman her and her boobs out in the background <laughs> so that photo was apparently inserted years ago not by frisky animators but rather someone involved in the process of transferring the finished animation to a photographic negative its existence has been has for years been an open secret among disney veterans who <laughs> treated it as a bit of a harmless company folklore the rescuers originally appeared on video in 1992 but the nudity was painted over in that version by uh, of the video cassette by a team transferring the film negative to a video master tape. But the woman remained in the master negative of the original film. When Disney prepared the the film for last... When Disney prepared (laughs) the film... I'm looking at the tits. When Disney prepared the film for last week's video re-release, it went back to the source, not the 1992 video master. The master negative was spot clean, but Disney didn't go frame by frame through the movie. (laughs) Disney confirmed that she's been in the film ever since the original theatrical release, but was first noticed during its re-release 20 years ago, and it caused a mass recall, I guess officially at that point, of 3.4 million copies. Wow. Anytime there's a recall in any industry, it's it's terrifying. But yeah, so I'm looking at this now. It, it's bla- it's clearly blatant, folks, that it's a pair it's of titties. Clear. It's a pair of it, titties. It's clearly a human. That's the thing. It's yeah. clearly like a porn image that they snuck into this. It's not an animation. And who is this woman? Is she a Playmate cover? We don't know who Maybe. this woman is. She that actually be... makes a lot more sense. It looks. It kind of looks like a Playmate pose. But she was fucking famous for like 25 years or so until they fucking ripped the the did the recall. But yeah, that's. I don't know, but I really feel like to some degree whoever this person was like this that's like some fucking like from a from a uh ethical standpoint like that's like kind of fucked up really i wonder in the movie was he like where were they that that was taking was that just on like a on like a wall in an alley and like a street or was that in his this fucking homeboy rat's hood <laughs> i don't it? know i don't know i mean listen this 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 rat was going through i, I listen we didn't watch the movie for research we just kind of looked at the imagery and worked from there but right. uh I don't know what neighborhood he was in. I'm going to say it could be the South Bronx, but <laughs> not 100% sure. Go see some fucking 77 tits in South Bronx. Absolutely. I mean, I mean those were a great time for great tits, so good uh, for mean, them. But then again, 70s boobs aren't the same as 80s boobs, and that's, that's fact. That's true. We talk about that all the time. <laughs> yes. But point being, and again, I'm not even a parent. I do find this totally disturbing. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm actually, like, when I found this, I was like, this is 
fucking baffling because it's one thing when you kind of put in an innuendo or a hint or a fucking workaround. This is literally like fact here. This is this is a blatant, obvious photo like this. It, it freaks me out. I'm not going to lie. No, it's very it's like it looks eerie because it doesn't look like it belongs in the movie. It looks no. like fucking a creepypasta type of thing where it's like, holy shit, that's eerie. Like, why is that in there? It looks of course, it's sexual, but. It's not meant there to like get you off or anything. It's it's in there when you see it in the film. It looks like wow, that's fucking creepy. Why is that in a cartoon? You know, it's like, so whatever. fucked up. It's so fucked up and irresponsible, especially when you work for like a kid's shit. So I'm sorry. Now I sound like such. Now I sound like such a morally graceful person, <laughs> but I'm actually like it's just like disturbing. Like I didn't catch it maybe because I didn't really watch a fucking okay. movie, but like that's kind of. It, either way, we're going to post it. You can look at it, and it's not for anything more than educational purposes. Please don't fucking use cartoons as your fucking jump off. Please, I don't want to be responsible for that. If they let us post that image of the porn picture and the rescuers, they better well, damn well better let us post the next image of fucking Jessica Rabbit's hoo-ha. Oh, yes. <laughs> Who Frame Roger Rabbit? I love that movie. I'm not going to lie. I love this movie a lot. And Did uh, you know this? Did you know this fact? I, yes, I did know this. I forgot of about course. this, to be honest. <laughs> I was obsessed with this woman. She was, I'm not going to lie, folks. Hey, are we, are, are we, are we live here? Are we, are we being gratuitous? Is Ray G or not? She was one of my, like growing up as a, t- a kid when I, when the great talent discovered himself, <laughs> she was, was so one of the, out. one of the main, main things that, well, cause I was just watching the fucking cartoon movies and, and I saw this at the, t- at the age of reason. And I'm like, yeah, that'll do. And when I saw that part, I'm like. <laughs> Uh, I was like, Mom, can I have this on video? Yeah, thanks. Thanks. But anyway, Jessica Rabbit, what are we talking about? Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> T.M. fucking I. <laughs> but you, it, it, listen, the kids should be sleeping by now. This is mommy and daddy time, okay? So gloves are off. Jessica Rabbit, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, is, a, is mm-hmm. no, it's no fucking secret that she is a cartoon sexual icon. Very true. Fucking epitome of, pin-up of a fucking pinup beauty, yes. But if that wasn't enough, though... During the scene in when, when uh, Jessica Rabbit's driving around with, with one of Bob Hoskins' character in that fucking cab, that cartoon cab that, mm-hmm. you know, drives itself or whatever, there's a part when it crashes and she's thrown out of the animated cab and you see her red – she does like a little twirl and spin as she's flying through the air. Right. And her fucking dress opens up and her legs sp- spread apart. And it's fucking super obvious that when you're watching this be- – because, you know, and, and the internet actually confirmed that the animators did indeed throw in this fucking curveball that showed her big fucking muff, her big hairy muff. I was going to say, <laughs> it's not even like, you know how you have a Ken doll or a Barbie doll and it just doesn't have any kind of definition? Oh. This this particular image, and I think we will have to censor this out, so this is going to be on your own. But I do think that this was clearly, if you look at it, she had a very detailed situation <laughs> she had a very well well maintained situation it was it was half beaver it was it was like a it looked like a very nicely maintained beaver yes <laughs> <laughs> the point is it's there like even i've seen other screenshots that were really shitty quality the one that i happen to find here is pretty decent quality. like this is yeah it, it's clearly cartoon porn like if you think about it oh no it definitely is and all i can say is that She's au natural, going au natural in uh, the, in the uh, nether regions. <laughs> Very much. Very fucking much. Well, so. hey, listen, she didn't have to impress anyone. Roger Rabbit was a hairy motherfucker. He was a hairy rabbit. Who, what, what the fuck does she care about hair? Listen, hair, <laughs> hair, is, hair is in. So she's, she's totally, you know, she's with the times. She's or, with the times now. Look, I mean, every oh, other part I mean, of her is fucking smooth as a baby's ass, but. 
you know. Sorry for my. I, I think every episode my birth control alarm goes off, which is perfect timing to it's, talk it's about. It's a perfect topic, perfect timing. Yes, exactly. Every fucking time. <laughs> okay, so we talked about Jessica Rabbit's rabbit, and oh. um, <laughs> <laughs> the next one is Toy Story, nineteen ninety five Toy Story, the uh, Toy Hooker. Mm. Oh yeah, with the yeah. fishing rod. Yes. See that image? Okay. So this might have been a creative approach that, as a child, you would have never connected the dots. But watching this as an adult, you realize that there's a pair of Barbie legs and a dangling fish hook, which seems to possibly be an inside Disney joke of allowing a hooker in a movie. Yeah, because you know Disney, they almost never. I think they have one or two R-rated films that they actually have their their logo stamped on their entire fucking career so they have to find other ways to get all get their fucking sick jollies off and this is i know and And, many of them and understand here at the geek burrito we are very pro sex worker for obvious reasons if you follow some of us (laughs) but i I, as much as i don't like that word hooker i will say that this particular setup is kind of clever it's totally fucking clever i can't even shit on this (laughs) but Right. I and I like how in history it's like it's she's known as the toy hooker. <laughs> yeah, like... she, she is, and she doesn't have any. The best part about it, though, is she's just fucking a pair of legs. Like, where's the rest of her? Like, what are they trying to to insinuate? <laughs> I don't know. I think just just any hidden fucking agenda of of a nerdy man at Disney. I don't know. That's what they assume all women are. I guess I don't They're know. Probably like our films can't be rated R. So here's a bunch of fucking dicks, pussies, and uh, legs, hooker legs. But the, let me. But I have to say, I will give Disney credit because if you think about it, it's kind of clever. It's not blatantly obvious, but it's enough that you have to kind of put the pieces together, and you're kind of like, oh, okay, all right, I get it, Hooker. <laughs> but I definitely. Uh, it's ingenious I, because, as is their marketing campaign, because their whole strategy yeah. is ingenious. You can't get mad if you can't listen. You can't fault haters. Kate is going to hate, but you can't fault them for doing, you know, good business tactics. Either way, I, I I would like to think that this was Disney's approach for adding sex workers to their movies. So thank you, Disney, yes. <laughs> for being pro-sex worker and putting a toy hooker in. Yes, yes. Pro-sex worker, pro-Vegas, pro-everything. They're probably like, fuck it, let's just do it live, get it out of the way, and here it is. So there you go. Well, here you go. I think the next one, I'm pretty sure I heard them in your wedding vows. <laughs> well, the next one. <laughs> Jen, Jen's going to kill me. I'm sorry. Oh God! Oh, where were we up to the Ratatouille one? Ratatouille. Oh, so there's a. I I've honestly never seen this movie in its entirety. I've seen bits and pieces. Okay. I'm not a big Ratatouille fan, but this shocked me. I was like, wow. Uh, there's an oral sex joke, a blatant oral sex joke. So in the movie, it's a guy named Anton Ego. He's like the mm-hmm. antagonist. Uh, the name says it all. Says it all. Fucking Anton Ego. He's a food critic. He's an antagonist. So in his little speech to that he gives, you know, after eating, I guess food or whatever, it's very interesting. His his verbiage. <laughs> He says in the menacing way with a menacing grim, uh, if I don't love it, I don't swallow. <laughs> Again, wedding vows. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so the next time you're watching a Disney movie with your lover, watch Ratatouille and point out that romance isn't dead after the scene because honestly, though, now that I'm looking at this guy, he he looks like he 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 swallows. He does. He looks like he's a swallower. Yeah. But if he if he doesn't love it, he doesn't. So and he looks angry. So I feel like he doesn't swallow often. Angry because exactly he's angry because he doesn't get to swallow often. So everything is shit to him. He spits it out, and when he does get to swallow, it's like one of those enchanted fucking like where the fucking he sees like the fireworks go off and shit and the rainbows. So yeah, if I don't love it, I don't swallow. And it just you know listen, context is everything, folks. Now he could have said this a million ways differently. He could have said, "If I don't love the food, I don't swallow it." 
that right you know or, or if i don't love it if i don't love your cooking i don't, I don't swallow consume the food. it i don't consume it yeah swallow to me is very sexual no matter how you 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 know, if I'm at if I'm at work or whatever, and we if a word swallow comes up, me and my coworkers we joke about because it it's a it's a sexual thing. Swallow, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I Just I a- will say this is now reminding me, and I'm gonna do this in Ode to Raoul. But whenever I hear the word swallow in any movie, I go back to scary movies. The second time I've mentioned this tonight, <laughs> but Gil swallows. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh God, yes. Oh, it's so good. Oh, man. I don't want to do this next one. Oh, no, this is all you, man, because this is the one that you found. Oh. I was like, what? I was like, yeah. I said, I knew I knew that he was a little bit, you know, uh-uh, but this solidified it. Go ahead. <laughs> so my husband's the one who actually said, oh, yeah, you've never seen this before, as if this was like a rite <laughs> of fucking passage in life. Like, I just didn't get to this. <laughs> but I want to start off with just saying, reading this and m- having my family history, like, I'm offended by this entire thing, okay? <laughs> totally offended okay but the movie was called i say it wrong every time is it d date date oh my god will's in the background how do i say it day fuhrer's face fuhrer's face yeah Mm -hmm. i don't want to fucking read this again (laughs) reporting on history i'm not happy about any of this okay can you believe that donald duck was shown as a nazi let's just start there i'm sad that we're doing this This is not a joke. Um, This is a real part of history that we here at the Greek Burrito didn't believe until we found imagery pertaining to the claim. It's also on YouTube, by the way, the actual cartoon video. That's how my husband told me. He's like, oh, go look it up. I'm like, yikes. Um, In 1942, Disney made an American propaganda film called De Fure's Face. To give you context of what we're talking about, okay, Donald has a nightmare in which he's forced to deal with Nazi food rations and go through a rough day of work in a factory where weapons are made. As if that entire setup doesn't make you cringe, it won an Academy Award. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, and even though it was not generally released as a result of its controversial subject matter. So, like, it won an award... But not, but I guess they figured out like, oh, maybe this was a little fucked up. So it wasn't even like a general, I guess, knowledge situation, which is why I really didn't know it. He had to tell me this, but I must say that this makes me cringe personally. Ho- Hollywood this, is a bunch of fucking Nazis, man. They're this all Nazis. Is terrible. This is so <laughs> fucking bad. Like this is. There's no. By the way, there's no denying this. This isn't a possibility, a rumor. Disney fucking released this product, guys. They did. They fucking released it. Not only did they release it, it's it's blatant. I don't even know if you could post this because he's wearing the fucking swastika yeah, outfit. Yeah, I German- don't. I, I actually think, and again, and I try not to be politically correct, but this is like, to me, super offensive, <laughs> but just imagine it's Donald Duck. He's essentially, he's reading a book that has the Nazi symbol on it. And it's, I am not posting this. This is a disgrace. My God. If anybody's out there who's a fan of like the MCU Marvel movies, this is the equivalent of like Hollywood being a Nazi is the equivalent of the Hydra in fucking the Marvel movies where they're all like the government's part of like Hydra and they're all just like hail Hydra. It's like supposed to be hail Hitler. Yeah. Fucking low. So yeah, this this is is... rough. So this isn't sexual innuendo. This is in your face facts that Disney made an American propaganda film. And what does mind camp mean, by the way, I know it's my something. Mine means my, what is camp? Like camp or what is that? No, that's not (laughs) my camp. (laughs) 
they went to camp one day. Is that what you think? I mean, it could be. It could be like Auschwitz. I don't know. <laughs> um. No. Well, there was a book by Adolf Hitler called Mein Kampf. I think is the actual sort of similar to, but um, it actually means struggle in uh, German. My struggle. My struggle. Uh, so, like, that's why, like, I'm reading this, and you have to understand uh, with my family history. Like, I'm reading this, and this is like totally like uh, I'm cry. I am not happy wow. with any of this. <laughs> well, if it makes anybody feel better, I think on my grandfather, because I'm 100% Italian, so on my grandfather's side, they were one of them was in the Axis powers in World War One. Stop trying to make yourself so, better in this and trying to make my people feel better for what happened. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> it's just, this is just cringy. It, the, the point is, guys, if you want to look it up, it's on YouTube. There's no denying it. Please right. look it up for educational purposes and be just as fucking creeped out as the fact that it exists. And right. I also am trying to be, not that this is enough to be reasonable, but obviously there was a time in history when this shit was going on and granted the politically correct world to some degree and this is this is me saying that it clearly has a time like this is a, a, a little video in a, in a place in time in history that this happened or was part of that pop culture so obviously we don't relate to this or understand this because this obviously years later this is more of like a like a fucked up memory now you know <laughs> well that's okay you can wash that memory clean by reading the next one which is kind of funny <laughs> this, one's, this one's this one's pretty good a bug Life is not one of my favorite movies. It's just yeah. I don't. I, I never really fucking. Not that yeah. I didn't get it. You, you don't have to get a fucking movie. But this little line was was kind of adorable in a really pervy way. So Disney writers found the best pickup line to use if you're ever transformed into a bug of any kind. Okay, so <laughs> we all know what pollinate means. So this is the line. Hey <laughs> cutie, want to pollinate with a real bug? <laughs> So I assume that's how all bugs that interact with each other. I just assume that's how it goes. I remember that scene because he's like in a bar or whatever, and he just says that like in a really fucked up Danny DeVito type of voice. Like, yeah. <laughs> so he's like, hey, hey, cutie, you want to pollinate with that real bug? Like a fucking real creepy voice. Yeah, that that means he wants – that means, folks, ladies and gentlemen, in case you don't know, that means if, if you want to – do you want to get down and busy with a real bug? Do you want to get it on? See, but what now I'm trying saying. to go back to like years ago when like I wasn't a straight edge person who didn't drink alcohol. And I'm trying to think of like when I drink, when I get like pickup lines from guys and be like, yeah, you want to you want to fuck around with a real dude. I'm like, this is actually I'm like, this is real life. These bugs are living a, a single woman's life. Then. <laughs> like, this yeah, is it's just, seriously, it's it's, you know, they will find a way that if they were life will find a way and they will find a way. And even this is the most fucking sanest of or safest of kids movies and speaking of safest oh, of kids, this is... do you have the safety word for this next one is there a safety word i don't have it there has to be a safety word i think the safety word is more please <laughs> <laughs> um cinderella 1950 one of the golden age era disney movies in the animated films when disney mm -hmm. walt disney himself was actually alive to go and oversee these movies oh, okay God. walt disney was apparently into some bdsm shit folks because mm -hmm. in cinderella <laughs> so we're not saying that disney intended for this scene to be a part of innuendo history or not but there's a scene where jack jacques uh the little, little mouse mice in cinderella you know cinderella cinderella you know he starts stringing 
beads onto Gus's tail, the other mouse, mm-hmm. and it clearly looks like an ode to anal beads, especially in the photo that we're going to post. And pray to God it doesn't get taken down. <laughs> it's it's very. Um, I think it's a quick scene. So again, I I I just think that somebody screenshot it, and now from today's culture, it's just obviously like a joke. I don't know. Like I said, I don't think this is a. a necessarily what they were going for it looks like he's shitting out it's like looks like they fucking partied all night at a fucking beta bender at a fucking (laughs) mouse frat party things got wild with fucking goats and fucking cheese and whatever and fucking and at the end of the day some things got shoved up some people's asses some inanimate objects and he's like yo Jacques, you're my boy can you just like pull on the string real quick and he pulls on the string and then it's just like the fucking you see the clown at like the, the fucking circus or a magic show pulling the fucking the the, uh, the what do you call the, the handkerchiefs out of his fucking mouth and it just doesn't yeah. stop it looks like that it's the start of it like you see these two fucking blue anal beads just being pulled on a string and the best part is He's making a face like he's taking a fucking shit, like he's shitting them out, or, or he's getting ready to take it. I, yeah, I don't know. It, this this is what Fifty Shades of Grey movies should have <laughs> looked like, and it wasn't. So I hate that Cinderella did more justification to the BDSM scene than that if movie. They let us post this. Yeah, like you just said, it's perfect because you have Gus, who's getting the fucking anal bees taken in, pulled in or out of his ass. Yeah, we he's don't making know. that face where it's like the face you would make, you would think somebody would make if they're getting fucking a big inanimate sex object put up their ass and jock on the other hand is making a smiley face like he's like yeah i'm getting i'm getting enjoyment out of this yeah this is this is this is pleasing me this is fucking this is pleasing to my my fuck my senses so yeah this is is such a great screenshot because i'm telling you when you watch the actual scene it doesn't it trust me you like you're not getting a sexual theme it's just this pause in this time with this fucking screenshot is like yikes it, it looks like you're like it's there's no caption. It's like, it's one of those things you see on like Twitter or Facebook. It says no right. caption needed. It's like no caption needed. Just you, it is what it is. <laughs> That's exactly it. And we have a couple of different little facts. So these don't have any imagery. I mean, we probably could, I think it's more of like lines versus actual imagery, but if you want to go on a scavenger hunt, you could do that too. So I'll start with this one. This is from toy story three. When the villain Lotso removes Mrs. Potato head's lips from her body to shut her up from talking, Mr. Potato head yells, Hey, nobody takes my wife's mouth except me. <laughs> That one is also sexual. That one is also <laughs> sexual. But that one, I'm like, I, I actually, uh, I've seen the movie, you know, and I was an adult at that point. But even when I watched it, I didn't really think of it as like, like, oh, okay, that's also sexual. But now that I'm reading, if you read it, you're like, nobody takes my, oh, well, oh, oh, well, oh, okay. All right. I see. I, see I have a question for Mr. Potato Head. Where are you taking your wife's mouth? Yeah. But I'm like, <laughs> like where, where are you, are you taking, taking it? Like. Downtown is where he's taking. If we're talking specific blowjobs, are we talking like? Oh, it's definitely a blowy. I'm just being sarcastic. (laughs) It's absolutely a blowy, definitely a blowy. Unless he's gonna wipe his ass with it, I don't know. Maybe tickle his fucking sphincter. I don't know. I I don't. I don't know. But I mean, that opened the fucking floodgate of many things that his wife's mouth must possibly do. It could be multiple things. Yeah, it could be licking his anus, licking his balls, licking his shaft. We don't know. Maybe even licking his nipples. You know who knows. Who fucking knows? I like how everything else is extreme, but nipples was like the on the top. I mean, you never know. He could he could just like soft shit. He could like lick and lick my lick my fingernail. I don't know what the fuck he does. Potato head doesn't have nipples. Okay, let's just lick lick my my little my little dots here. That that my little fucking prickly things. I don't know. Whatever. Fucking potato (laughs) dots. Potato dots. I don't know. But anyway, moving along. So Aladdin, another one from Aladdin. A little tidbit. 
So during the wedding of Aladdin and Jasmine, they were during their wedding. There's an earthquake, which Genie was quick to point out. I thought the earth was only wasn't. So, I thought that the earth wasn't supposed to move until the honeymoon. Uh, waka, <laughs> waka. When we had a waka waka at the end of that one. I wonder if Robin Williams, bless his soul, uh, rest his soul, uh, improv that. That would have been fun. I, I can't blame. Him. That's fucking hysterical. I guarantee you that was a Robin. That was yeah. a total improv. That's that sounds like some shit he would say. Yeah, it was, earth wasn't supposed to move until uh, the honeymoon. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. In case you don't know, rock the bed, rock the bedroom. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in case there's still kids listening to this. No, no, there's not. <laughs> we, we've we killed them off in our brains. They're gone. Yes, but, we only hope. But I don't know. Is is it bad? So I'm reading this as like as somebody who's married and I'm like, what what is that whole fucking traditional aspect of like, oh, your honey. I, okay, I get it. Old standards. Honeymoon was the first time you had sex. But I remember my like honeymoon. I just remember just being tired and sleeping. <laughs> Yeah, my honeymoon too. Like we got back to the bedroom and we're like, so do you want to like do anything? And she's just like, yeah, I'm going to do something. I'm going to fucking go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. She turned over. I was on my fucking like phone or whatever. I had my like Nintendo system. I was like, all right. Oh, this, we're just sad people. We're sad. Well, hold on. It's, I think it's different because I, I think my husband and I have, have lived with each other long enough and we've been <laughs> together long enough that we're like the honeymoon. We're like, no, I've, we've we've already done this already. We, I'll, I'll catch you another time. <laughs> the honeymoon, honestly, if you're, if you're like fucking back in the fucking 17th or 18th century when they didn't have fucking all night fucking parties where you're up until like 12, 1 in the morning and you're just like, when you're it's your wedding, folks, those of you are who are not married out there, it's very stressful and you're like you don't even really get to enjoy the day really because it's very very everything is moving in like fast motion so but at the end of the day you know you're you're active during it you're like your adrenaline's pumping but then you come down off that fucking adrenaline high and then you're like wow you get back to the hotel room no if you didn't have a fucking party beforehand sure you'd be down to fuck you'd be dtf all night but you know, you're expending all that energy dancing and greeting guests. and You, you know, dancing is, it. yeah, you, we all know if, well, if you, no one knows you. I mean, clearly you must have been <laughs> exhausted because you're the dancer. You were the, everyone <laughs> thought you were the higher talent at my fucking <laughs> wedding, so. Great talent likes to dance. Like, he he, he can't funny. fucking sing for save his life or dance, but he still does it. <laughs> we're, we're sorry for the tangent, but the honeymoon thing makes me think of it. Because yes. even like the day after, the day of my wedding, when we got back to the hotel room, you heard animal noises coming out of our room the night <laughs> of our wedding night. But let me explain something. That was because taking the shoes off of my fucking feet <laughs> were orgasmic. <laughs> yes. And the next, even the next morning, I don't know about you, but the next morning... Uh, we were just like, we felt like we, we don't really drink. So we we didn't really, I didn't have no alcohol that night. And I was just like, we felt like we had a hangover, like a legit, like, with a, like, oh, they turn on the lights. Like, oh, the lights. Like, I hiss, know. like, you know, like, oh, you know. So listen, listeners, now that we went off on a tangent, what did you guys do after your, your wedding night? If you guys are married or are, are you like us? Still, leave, leave us a comment somewhere. So I know I'm not the only asshole who was moaning because taking <laughs> off shoes felt amazing. <laughs> we told you we'd have a quiz and that was your pop quiz of, yes. the, of the night. So let us know what you did on, on your honeymoon if you were married out there. <laughs> All right. Back, back to Disney. We're, yes. no, no, no one gives a fuck about us. That's fine. So Frozen. Okay. So Frozen's got a little something, something. So Frozen has when Anna teams or Anna, excuse me, when Anna teams up with Kristoff, he begins to ask her an array of questions about how much she knows her brand new fiance, Hans, if you've seen the movie. So she's only known Hans for like five fucking minutes. If you've watched it, literally, they just met. They sing a fucking song about eating each other's sandwiches and then they're engaged, whatever. Uh, in the rapid fire questioning that Kristoff was doing, he asked if you know, he was asking, like, what's his favorite? What's his favorite color? What is this? And she's having like 
pretty platonic like answers like i don't need to know this blah 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 blah. so when he goes and he asks her how big are his feet anna replies with shoe size doesn't matter <laughs> hmm. They don't know the bigger the shoe size, the rumor has it, the bigger the cock. So yeah. <laughs> I was thinking bigger the shoe, bigger the sock, but you had to take it there. Okay. Uh, I always go next level. You know this, but so uh, my question is, did she let it go? Um, <laughs> so she ended up hanging out with Kristoff, and it looked like he has some big feet. So I think she upgraded. <laughs> she upgraded. Damn. She fucking upgraded. Damn. Okay. So. Anna knows her shit then. Anna likes big and, uh, and burly. But anyway. So she's a damn liar. Shoe size don't matter. You a liar. You well, a does damn it doesn't liar. matter to anybody but her, apparently. So, <laughs> so what do we have next? Cars. Oh, well, oh my God. A cars? Really? Is a cars one? Yes, there is. So Lightning McQueen gets flashed by... T- oh, yes, I remember this. He gets flashed by two enthusiastic fan cars who beam their headlights at him. And he was literally flashed. So... And then he got, like, off on it, too, if I, if I remember correctly. He was like, think, oh, God, yes. No, I think he makes a comment, like, yeah. So, like, you want to talk about blatant, like, Disney, hello. You literally just showed children what Girls Gone Wild was. <laughs> Legit. Girls Gone Wild fucking Cars edition, if you're into the fetish porn, by the way. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Car fetish porn. <laughs> good, good job, Cars. Cars actually has another scene, too, and I don't have the facts, but it's, like, they were going to a gas stop and it's supposed to be kind of like a nudie booth, but it says something like convertible. So basically trying to say, you know, low, no top, car, you know, oh, no that. top topless cars. This is like, I wonder if there's any fucking, there probably is some weirdo out there who fucking jerks off to sexy cars. <laughs> there like, is a whole episode of a fucking guy having sex with his car. I'm not, we're not going to talk about that shit. Cause that f- still freaks me. I think he put his <laughs> dick in the fucking tailpipe. I'm not even joking. <laughs> So he loved his car so much he fucked it. So yeah, he was go. making out with it. As a matter of fact, I think if you ask your wife about if she's seen it online, I'm, I feel like it's one of those things that was like everywhere. She probably knows. You know, I always joke and say things like, "Oh, you know, if this thing had a hole, I'd fucking it'd be in trouble, or I'd fuck it." But you know, not literally, folks. Metaphorically, <laughs> not Here, literally. You, wait, you take the next one because I I know right it the the next one after that we write it too. I know that one better. So if okay. you want to do this one, yes. All right, that sounds good. All right. So Toy Story 2, yes, another Toy Story one. In the sequel, uh, when Buzz Lightyear sees Cowgirl Jesse do some epic stunts, he gets excited. His mouth is fucking agape like an O-face. His wings pop out, if that's not a hint. So what? What? That's not the only fucking thing popping out of his fucking thing. So Yeah, yeah it literally, like, they they pop out, and you hear the, like, the, you know, the little battery, like, buzz, buzz, buzz. So it's yes. like, she did some shit, and he had what would be the equivalent of a wing erection. <laughs> a wing erection. Pretty much that. <laughs> A wing erection. So, yeah. So, Disney's stuck in a little dick uh, in fucking Toy Story 2. Mm-hmm. Or a big dick. We don't know how big Buzz Lightyear's dick is. I don't. I personally don't want to know. I, I don't but... ever want to know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Ratatouille. So, this one is... You're going to have to watch it to kind of put the pieces together. When Chef Linguini tells his colleague Colette that a rat helps him cook in the kitchen. Obviously, that'd be, you know, little Remy. He says, I have this tiny little... Little, and she looks directly uh, at his crotch. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw the image on one of the links that we researched. Yes, yes and she looks like a gif, and then she looks it down and up GIF, real quick. And she looks yes. directly at the crotch. I don't even know what the remainder of that sentence is. I didn't <laughs> go too deep. But the other Ratatouille, this is the last of the Ratatouilles, but this one I actually thought was fucking super genius of Disney. This movie housed another funny line, and this is when Chef Linguini is talking to Remy, the rat, in a storage closet. Uh, Chef Skinner comes demanding to know what's happening and Lingu- Linguini says um i'm just familiarizing myself with the vegetables and such 
Chef Skinner kicks him out. Get out! One can become too familiar with vegetables, you know? <laughs> what? Too familiar? Too familiar? Well, Is to he be fair, the I, potatoes? Like, what, what? I had to double check. Like, he could have been holding a zucchini, actually. That could have. That could be a thing. So he kind of just having some little anal play with ass play with zucchinis. Okay. Actually, it could be. Chef zucchini vegetables. Hold on. Oh, we're doing it live. We're doing it live, folks. We're doing it live. Was he holding? I'm just trying to see if he's holding a. Fu- no, he's not holding anything. Okay, because I was like, if he was holding like a fucking eggplant or a zucchini, I would have been lot. like, mm-hmm. a lot of vegetables out there: squash, zucchini, eggplant, fucking cucumber, man. You can, you know, and yeah. So I don't want to eat at that chef's restaurant. That's all no. I'm saying. <laughs> One can become too familiar, but it's accurate because if you've ever been single at any time, times are hard, man. It happens. <laughs> Seriously, wow. That's a lot of sexual innuendos in that movie. I kind of just need to watch those scenes. Wow. All right. So, next, what do we have? What do we got? Uh, 101 Dalmatians. This is the 1996. This is one with Glenn Close, right? This, yes. this version. Okay. So, the version with the live action one with Glenn Close. So, the <laughs> uh, there was a line stated in that movie i forget who said it who who said this do you know was uh that's the, the the oh my god the the actor who's in house i can't think of who the oh you grant no no that's not you grant that's the uh Lori, the... you Lori, yeah you Lori. yeah, yeah. him sorry Lori. i had to google it guys that's I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> so he says the sights of all these deceased creatures gives me a shrinky winky shrinky winky i totally saved that one for you to say shrinky winky. shrinky winky so he just so he has a shriveled up cock that's what's that's, happening well he couldn't say it it's a disney movie you gotta do you gotta be subtle you gotta kind of like dance around it so he gave him so so in other words so i honestly like that he said that let me tell you why him saying seeing dead dead creatures dead organic creatures gives him a shrinky winky so it shrivels up his dick now it would have been a little more weirder for me if he would have said the sight of these all of these deceased creatures gives me a chubbly wubbly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this would have been a whole different movie a whole oh, different uh, just and life it would have just been like into necrophiliac and yeah so it just would have been a whole crazy thing but anyway, we have one thing left, and Halloween Queen, take it away. Finish us off here. Not in that way. But <laughs> <laughs> womp, womp. But how can I resist with all these amazing fucking sexual facts about Disney? Ugh, I can vomit. Okay. So, okay. So, the witches to the bus driver, there's a scene when they, basically, they're trying to get where they got to go to, and the bus stops, the bus door opens, and they say, we desire, well, let me be fair, Bette Midler's character says, we desire children, and the bus driver, without skipping a beat, goes, hey, it may take a couple of tries, but I don't think that'd be a problem. (laughs) Again, didn't didn't really think about that as a child when I seen this in the movie theater, but apparently. Vividly, yes. Yeah, it might take a couple of tries. So, by the way, I, this man is literally just kind of selling himself short. So, run. Yeah. That's a red flag right there, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> no, the next one's even worse. Well, this one is its like a little subtle. I think I found it in a GIF. It's not like like too bad, but it's still a little like, mm, what are you doing, girl? Another moment is Sarah Jessica Parker when she didn't look like, you know, what she looks like. Uh, her look character. Like her monster, anyway. Exactly. <laughs> when she's sitting on the bus driver's lap and she's hopping up and down. And it's a little like, mm, what the hopping up and down? Like, she's excited, I get it, but it's it's just oh. a little weird to see like like a 
a grown woman just like hopping up and down on a bus driver who already just said that he's gonna like pump you a few times yeah. like you know? oh he was definitely pumping her definitely oh they were dry they were dry fucking folks for like a good like five seconds there it was Absolutely. it wasn't even that long but it was still kind of like Ugh, okay like you just had this weird fucking innuendo moment and you ended it with a little hoppity hop on his on his fucking you know uniform yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, even even Hocus Pocus isn't safe, folks, from the fucking sexual tyrannosauric tyranny that uh, that Disney has laid into all the foundation to all these fucking movies. It's ridiculous. Nothing is sacred with Disney, and that is just most of the innuendo that we found. That's more, you know, again, most of it's sexual, but then we have some fuckery that I'm not even going to touch on. But point <laughs> being that while Disney is supposed to be a clean-cut company, clearly they got some little inside jokes for the adults for us to, I guess, talk about when, I guess, we're older and have podcasts about it and ask questions as to why. Why did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> exactly so we we've been saying this for a while now in our last few podcasts we've been kind of hinting and foreshadowing that this moment was coming and we weren't fucking kidding geek burrito delivers on their promises so absolutely we have delivered we hope we have delivered for you we hope we have delivered not like the bus driver from hocus pocus a couple of tries (laughs) or the fucking cock or the fucking vag of the cock and balls on hercules forehead thing or you know whatever but yeah we hopefully we did did uh some justice here and delivering you some facts that next time you're watching these films, you are aware of what's going on, the sexual mm-hmm. moments. And next week's episode, we're going to continue and uh, finish off with our top Disney uh, films. And yep. that's going to be in honor of Disney plus. So yeah, that will be that. That's going to be that. And then also we, like I mentioned before, we will be posting some of the images that we've talked about tonight. So this way you don't have to go on a scavenger hunt. Or if you want to, you can. So again, you can follow us on Facebook at the geek burrito, as well as Instagram, the geek burrito. So check us out and, you know, leave a comment. If you've listened to this episode at this point, did you find other innuendo that we didn't find? There might be facts that we didn't even get to discover and you can totally educate us. That'd be great. So, and and then also just follow us on social media because we also, we like to hear from you guys. It's always good. Like some input, you know, some feedback. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, any suggestions you might have? Any? No, uh, I don't want suggestions if it's negative. Keep it to yourself. No, no, we're talking about like topics and stuff like like any, any <laughs> you guys might want to hear or whatever. Not nothing. Don't get silly with it or whatever. But you know, we're we're open to that. But because we think we have uh, in the pipeline some very interesting weeks ahead of us in light of the holidays, the holidays coming up. So uh, just be on the lookout for that. But the only way you're going to find out about that is if you follow us. So you don't follow us, you ain't going to know about it. So, yeah, (laughs) go ahead. If you enjoyed this episode, I definitely enjoyed doing the research and I have to take a shower after this because I feel fucking gross. I feel itchy as hell right now. So I'm going to go do that. While we do that, you guys have a wonderful day, night and life. And we will touch you on the next one. This is Great Town and Halloween Queen T saying catch it on next time. Adios.